My guest was telling me that I'm giving her living single vibes, Queen Latifah vibes. And that was like the best compliment that I've received in life. So Queen Latifah, if you're watching this, <laughs> I adore you. And I'm, I'm channeling your energy right now. But I jump straight into it. So it's your girl, Kyla Coleman, a.k.a. Natural Legalista. Welcome to my zone where we break down stories from the headlines with a twist, which is just typically humor and gospel. Gospel. Gossip. <laughs> Today's topic is... The juice on Jussie. What do you think about that? I was trying to do something with his name because his name is weird. I like it, actually. The juice on Jussie. I like it. I'm going to put myself on camera here for the first time. Oh, here, so. my God. Phil is about to do the big <gasps> reveal. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you guys finally get to meet Phil. <laughs> I, what I, up? I think that's a great name for your, your, the title. The okay. juice on Jussie. The juice on Jussie. So you got to say it. it with your chest. Yeah. Jussie. 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 <laughs> <laughs> So y'all know I start with a self-care tip of the week. And my self-care tip is to get a good hairstylist, get a good makeup artist, get a good glam squad in general. And people who actually like you, because don't let nobody touch your body, your face, no nothing, if they don't actually like you and uplift you and educate you. Um, I know my skin was a little ashy today, and our guest is actually my makeup artist. She didn't tell me I was ashy, but I know she felt that in her spirit. So I want to welcome Bike to the show. Miss Natalie Lewis. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome on bike. What's up? So you are my makeup artist. I mean, Period. you do other people makeup, but I'm the I'm the main person that, in my mind, the only one you work with. But Period. whatever. Um, you're my friend, motivational speaker, author, mentor, and you just relaunched your series. I did on Facebook. So tell me a little bit about that. Uh, as far as powder room goes, I've been doing it for six years now. Wow. Hey, wow. That's a long time. Wow. That's a, anyway. Six. Um, um, the Powder Room Live is a, a safe space for women um, to have transformational conversation. Um, so I just all I believe in as a future mental health counselor, I believe that we should have spaces to have the conversation. Think about the Powder Room, like the bathroom, right? Mm. You ever go out with your homegirls and something could be going down, like somebody make you mad, your homeboy got a wrong text, all kind of things going. You go in the Powder Room or the bathroom, y'all cry it out, y'all talk it out, y'all y'all adjust your crowns, right? Yeah. Adjust your clothes, you fix each other. And you come out better than you went in. Yeah. I knew stuff went on in there. Yeah. It does. I knew it. It does. Listen, you got the secret. The bathroom is is a therapy lounge. It's it a, is. It's a, it's a clothing rack. It's a all things. Like an intimate space. An, that's why women go in pairs. Yeah. We don't go to the bathroom alone. Nah. I need hmm. you to fix me. So um, that's why I made the powder room. So it is a virtual powder room. Where we can go in one way and come out another. Hey, come you girl, I almost slapped this microphone. You better come on. <laughs> but speaking of mental health and making sure that you know we're good inside, how is your mental health? You good? You feeling straight? Girl, I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm a little indifferent. Just started grad school. My God! Congrats! Thank you. Thank you. So. And what? And you're in grad school for licensed mental health counselor. Ooh, um, clinical mental health. So. So you you really on this journey. You're not like one of those you know social media people that just Life claim coach, to want to yeah, be, but somebody. don't do the work. Mm -hmm. Like I don't ever want I'm not coming to you Because I'm charismatic I'm coming to you Because I know What I'm talking about Yeah Because there are a lot Of charismatic people Who don't know What they're talking about Right And you got a whole Bunch of life experience To add to it So I'm here for it You're not I'm, one of those People that I'm ready to get In the trenches Not just in the surface Come on Trench, hey, trench. Military I'm so military right now <laughs> <laughs> And I see that you Tried to match me Well 
I believe in complimenting you, not matching you. Friend, yes. We complimenting each other. Period. So we got some juicy stuff we're going to talk about today, which you got a little hint at the name. I feel like you got some juicy. I feel like you got some good stuff. Is he from Carolina in the slave day or something? I'm just... First of all, what is a Jesse? Like, why did his parents do that? Why they did that to him? It's either Jesse or nothing else. So when you say Jesse, they probably couldn't say Jesse. They just grandma from Jesse. Lord have mercy. So we're gonna jump into it. We got a little bit of a video just to kind of get you up to speed on what's going on because this case has been happening since about 2019, roughly, and we're gonna talk about it. Let's get into it. Oh, I gotta add the source back. So, I guess we're not going to talk about it. No, it's Until then, look at my Queen Latifah vibes in the 90s kind of world. Listen, okay, like why? You just going to, you know what? Don't even worry about it. He disrespectful. Don't right. worry about it. For those of you Jesse's all that's listening, he cut me off. Prosecutorial overkill. A grand jury has now upped the charges against the Empire Star, slapping him with a disorderly conduct charge for each lie slapping they say him. he told police. Jesse, do you have anything to say to your- A Cook County grand jury said Jesse Smollett lied 16 times about the alleged attack against him. In a detailed indictment, the grand jury says the star of Empire told two different stories to two different Chicago police officers. When we look at the indictment, we can see that each of these different statements, each of these different counts is about a different statement that he made. The grand jury says the first lie happened the night of the alleged attack when they say Smollett told the responding officer his attackers hit him in the face while calling him racial and homophobic slurs and splashing him with a chemical. Mm. The grand jury says Smollett then lied to a detective later that day, changing his story to say the two men attacked him from behind and that one of the attackers was white. Prosecutors say Smollett paid the Osendaro brothers to pull off the staged attack. Tonight, Smollett's attorney is firing back in a statement saying in part, this redundant and vindictive indictment is nothing more than a desperate attempt to make headlines in order to distract from the internal investigation launched to investigate the outrageous leaking of false information by the Chicago Police Department. Mm. Mm. So that's actually the video from 2019 when it happened. So like I told you, we're still, you know, going on with this case. It's now 2021 and a lot has actually taken place since then. So um, for the guests, just some background information. Uh, he was an actor on the show Empire. And actually, Jesse has been acting his entire life for the most his part. His whole life. His yeah. family. His family is an acting family. An acting family. His sister, Journey, is amazing. I love her to death. Yeah. What? Wait a minute. Put that picture back up on the screen. Okay. The character on the right. Does he have on lipstick or no. is his lips just his lips glossy? Just that. Okay. Cause that took me for a loop for a second. <laughs> you, right. you, that paused you. Right. <laughs> Stop the show. What does he, he have, have on lipstick? <laughs> but, oh man. And the one on the left is just so handsome, but yeah, him and his wife, yes, beautiful people. Yes. And so, um, Jesse played Jamal. Mm -hmm. Did you watch empire? I did for the first time. One and a half seasons. Because that was on for like 16 seasons, I feel like. It was a long... Listen, when he went to that church and was, I'm I'm, I'm God. What? I didn't watch it anymore. I didn't know he did that. I think um, I only watched not it. Not Jussie. Jussie ain't do it. Jussie. Uh, the dad. The daddy. The dad. Okay. Yeah, it was. It, it began to become too much. Mm. Like the writers were reaching. Mm. Doing a little, a little the extra. Most. Yeah, and I don't play with God like that. So no, I'm good, bro. 
Yeah, so I watched it just for a couple of seasons, but Jamal's singing voice bothered me. It sounded like a goat almost, and I didn't feel that. So I was just like, let me just stop like watching. Mary, yeah. Yeah, I don't like when people be doing oh, that. Like too much of that the vibrato. vibrato yeah. Yes, even though, you know, I be singing like that, but I don't sound like a goat. Again, you're not trying to get a recording contract and on not, the show either. And not. You stay in your lane. Exactly. Be encouraged. <laughs> But bless Jamal's heart. So it like the um the newscast said he was accused of well, there was an attack and now they're accusing him of staging that attack. It happened on January 29th, 2019 in Chicago. And um, like the report said that, that it was supposed to be homophobic and racist attack. Um they yelled out allegedly, This is MAGA, MAGA, however you pronounce it, when they were attacking him. Um so some background information, he was on his way home from a sub shop around 2 a.m. And he claimed that people attacked him, were wearing ski masks and tied a noose around his neck mm -hmm. and also poured some sort of chemical on him, mm -hmm. um, as well as yelling, yelling, this is MAGA country. Uh, so he called the police about 40 minutes after the attack happened, okay. and he called his manager first before he called the police. So I have a question to you. Okay. If you were attacked... Would you call anybody else before you call the police? In today, now? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. I would call my husband. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> now explain. Now, so, you, so you said in today's climate, you would right do that. Now, mm -hmm. Yes. Um, first of all, I would need to have somebody ASAP. That is my advocate. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's for me. Mm -hmm. um, my husband, look, if you ever met my husband, you look crazy. Oh. <laughs> you look big. And I already know he's not going to play that. Period. Mm -hmm. So... Anytime I feel unsafe, if it's not a life and death situation, I'm going to call him first. Mm. If it's life and death, I'm calling the cops. And then I'm calling him immediately. Gotcha. Or I'm getting somebody to call simultaneously. Right, right. Okay, so that's what I was thinking. Like, for me, if I did have to call somebody else, I would call them and then maybe three-way 911 on the phone Period. with them. like that. But if I felt like my life was in danger, my first call would be to 911 and then call in probably with my mama right after because I'm a single gotcha. woman. I don't right. got nobody, right. you know, that I'm accountable to at this moment. an advocate. Yes, because in those scenarios, sometimes your adrenaline is rushing. You're not able to not talk straight. straight. And a police officer could misinterpret that. Your as, mental health is out of whack. Exactly. So. And they might think something's wrong with me because I'm not able to get a sentence out, you know, calmly. We so. need safety. Mm -hmm. And so our first plan of action is to find safety. Mm -hmm. And we find safety within the people we love. So with your counseling, with you just saying we find safety within the people we love, um, is there a certain way that our bodies might react in a heightened situation like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. You have fight or flight. Mm. You've heard of that before, mm -hmm. right? So, so many people react differently. My son, I'm teaching him how to react, period. My mm. son is a silent, scary person. So when he gets scared, he clams oh. and shuts down. So Because it's fight, flight, or freeze. Or freeze. Yeah. Right. And so he freezes. Mm -hmm. He doesn't scream. He doesn't. If he gets on a roller coaster ride, he just sits there. Oh, Wow. If something happens, he gets scared, he just stops. Mm. And it's, it's very eerie, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. My son's a very loud little boy, if you know him. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm teaching him how to respond. Like, he may even run, but he don't say nothing to nobody else. Then we all shut up. You know oh, my saying? God. But then, you know, we got that rule. Like, when we see somebody run, we just going to take off. Why are mm -hmm. we running? <laughs> right. Find out later. <laughs> don't matter. Right. But definitely, we all respond to fear mm -hmm. um, in different ways. Um, I think that the best way to respond to fear is thinking. Mm. which is hard to do in those scenarios it's, it's, it's extremely difficult but you have to have so much self-control and so much understanding of who you are and why you respond the way you do mm -hmm. and that just takes self-work right true get a therapist i promise you they work 
But mm-hmm. learning how you are and what, what you're afraid of and what how you can respond, listen, it helps you in so many various situations that are not just life critical, but like friends that mess you over or making up a lie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So with that, so you think Jesse might be lying like the rest of the country does think? I mean, come on, right? I'm a, I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. Say what you need. This is a safe space. I think there's so many celebrities that are willing to do whatever they can to stay relevant. Mm, you're right in a social media world because we do see that like when artists are about to release a new song a they new do album stupid they create country create controversy mm-hmm. i mean look at little nas x he had a baby to release you know, a new album. <laughs> his controversy don't be hurting nobody though no just he be a t- oh it get on my nerves but he it's aggy it can be aggravating yeah the most mm-hmm. no whatever but this generation, and I, this generation hates to hear that, this generation, but they are a bit different. A little, a L- little. A little bit, a little bit. And I feel like with Jesse, it's, he already has controversy based on the class or the box that he's placed in. One, he's openly gay right. and he's black. Right. Why do you need to create anything else? It was unnecessary mm-hmm. to me. Your mm-hmm. show was, at the time, doing well. Mm-hmm. Empire was on top at that point. Mm-hmm. So why did you have to create this narrative? Um, did you feel like maybe there was something happening behind the scenes on the show that he was getting weaned off? That's exactly what it was. And prosecutors are saying that is saying, okay, he was getting ready to be written off of the show. He had allegedly had a death threat a couple of days before this alleged attack happened, but he felt like the station didn't give him enough um, attention when he got that death threat. So he had to step it up a notch. Well, it was just unnecessary. And he probably didn't have plans for it to happen the way it did as far as the blow up of it all. Mm. But that's the, that's the problem with being impulsive and emotional at the same time. I didn't think about that. So he's thinking it's going to be a little white lie that might get him a little emotional. People can feel it because they were the the LGBT community. I'm just gonna say it out loud. It can be really scary. Yeah, sometimes they will. They they definitely rally behind their. You people. literally cannot even blow wrong at one of them, mm-hmm. and they all gonna try to murder you. But it is what it is because they don't want nobody coming for their people. You know what I'm saying? Period. But then when you do something like this and potentially lie, and now you you're a representation of your entire community. Right. That's a a that's major a whole blow other situation. Yeah. So I just think it was unnecessary. I feel I feel bad for him and his mental health. Mm. Y'all think he's seeing a counselor? Sure. Maybe you, a yes man or something. Do you think people like that are addicted to fame? That's why they do stuff like I, that. I do. Yeah. I do. They don't they don't that's what they're defined by. Mm. But And he's been in this his whole life. He does not know anything different. They've been acting since they were kids. That's all they know. Yeah. Is the spotlight. But let's let's not overblow the situation and just blame it on him. We got girls who are trying to get attention from their mom and daddy and out there sleeping with the boys. Come on now. Mm. Just to get the same fame from mom and dad. So this is mental health across the board. Mm. Right? Like you, your constant need for constant affirmation need for and aff- attention. Right. So where do we change? We change. I mean, do, you, do you think that's... Let me put myself on camera because I'm talking here. And Welcome you, back. Come on. Come you, on screen. Hey. Do you think that it depends on the person? Because not every not every celebrity is like that. Some some are some like to be like the privacy. Low key, yeah. They want to be low key. Yeah. So do you think that there's something that so uh, celebrities can do to maybe I guess not a get addicted to? Here's the, fame? the problem: when you got a people around you who are just as addicted to your fame, because mm. they eat off of you. They eat oh, off of you. Leeches. They're yeah. leeches. So you got the pressure. See, a lot of those low key people. Think about Denzel and his wife. Oh, Denzel. The okay. quintessential 
famous couple who you don't not, you know nothing about really. Yeah, they they show they you solid. what they want to show you. Period. Yeah. They're solid. Samuel L. Jackson, his wife. Oh yeah. Solid. Been married for eons. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Them people been raised up in understanding of solid ground, mm-hmm. stable minds. Right. This this newer generation, they they want to get these people in their life after the fame comes, and usually good for you yeah so back to what you guys were saying about the attention and the fame in general his defense is that this is real Mm -hmm. this attack really did happen and that he's not the type that seeks attention outside of the cameras and that he his pr agent um is going to testify about him not liking to be on camera outside of a show not liking any attention on him really yeah so why would you that's why he's saying I, I didn't I didn't set up this attack. I don't even like fame. I don't like fire. I just set that building on fire. But d- that don't part. they have evidence of the, the people he paid and the camera? Don't they have all mm-hmm. that? They have all so the let's things. Let's talk about that. So the brothers, the two Nigerian brothers that were on um, the the news clip there, they basically flipped on them and they were like, "Look, he paid us to do this." And what's even more sad is that they had been extras on the show before. Wow. So they thought, okay, if I help him out, like I'm going to. get a bigger scene. Yeah. So they're doing this thinking, okay, this is just going to be able to get me in a little bit more. And they even talked about the fact that they altered some of the plans that he had in order to continue to protect him. So originally, Jesse allegedly told them he wanted them to pour gasoline on him. That was the chemical. The brothers decided two things. One, we're not going to do use gasoline because they're going to see us on some kind of camera footage filling up a gas a tank full of gasoline. And then two, apparently bleach would be a little less harsh on your skin than gasoline would be. So they switched to bleach because they're like, you know, we're not going to, we don't want to mess you up. Right. And they made sure to only strategically pour it on his clothes and not his skin. Wow. So I have no clue how this case is going to work out if the guys that did the attack are saying, dude, you paid us to do this. Like, Here's yeah. our cash app receipt. Uh, right. Ooh, do y'all think Jesse did do cash app? Because that's that is the ghetto. That nah, is the ghetto. That's a, cash, that's a cash transaction. Transaction. Yeah. But here's the truth. I mean, if we go there, he's not the first nor the last celebrity who has paid huh, mm-hmm. for attention. So why? Yeah. Kardashians. Oh. Come on. And you were here on the show talking about when we Period. talked about That's why the I brought it up. Girl. Kim Kim has called uh paparazzi. paparazzi. Ooh, let me before know. she shows up at places. And I know that that's true because me and my mom, when we went to LA um a couple of months ago, we went on the TMZ tour mm-hmm. and they gave us juicy secrets. They were like, Yeah, so y'all think we just pop up at places just because they were like, No, nah, well, they call us. Yeah, and then they said the other thing that makes us know when they want us to take pictures if we're just out and about is a celebrity will stare at you. Until they make eye contact with you, the photographer, until they make eye contact with you, and that is the signal to start taking pictures. They won't move until you see this them. This is a game. The mm-hmm. industry is a big old game. Now, there are people who don't want it. Mm-hmm. They want to live a normal life. That's got, that's got hard for them. But trust me, that publicity is getting them attention and keeping them relevant. That part. That's so mm. crazy. So, like, they indicted him for lying. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was the first like, time. Okay. Yeah. but 16 times. Is it is it really something he needs to have a grand jury a jury of trial like is it yeah. is it really serious like what so I don't know how it works out in Chicago but how it works in Florida is you can have two ways to get charges one a state attorney can just say I'm finna charge you with this or if the state attorney doesn't want to do that they'll put it in the hands of a grand jury. So these are people that come in they look at all of the evidence that you have and see whether or not it's enough to charge a person. 
So in this case, I guess maybe the prosecutor didn't necessarily want to go after him on his own. So they were like, let me go get a, a jury, a grand jury of your peers to look at this stuff and then issue the indictment. So he was indicted a few times. That 16 count one that was from 2019, all of those charges got dismissed. Mm -hmm. In 2020, they brought in a special prosecutor. Excuse me, at the end of 2019, they brought in a special prosecutor who got an indictment again for six for six counts instead of 16. Okay, six um, and those were for false claims that he was the victim of a hate crime and knowing that he was not a victim. And he seems to be going along with it because in February 2020 is when the, the next indictment came. So, but I mean, like... On the scope of things, is it really that serious? I don't feel like I feel like it's a waste of resources, but the police department is mad at this point. Right. Because they're they, like, Y'all try to make it seem he like use them. Yeah. Okay. Right. And they like, man, F this. So they done sued him. He's suing them. It's a whole crap show a in Chicago right now. My thing is this though. I think that his sentencing has already come about by him ruining his career. His career is definitely ruined. It's dead. Yeah. But you know what? I was thinking it is it's a few people on that show that have had legal issues. We've is talked it? about Terrence, Terrence Howard before, because remember the uh -huh. domestic violence, all of that okay. kind of stuff. Then the guy who I thought was wearing lipstick, but he wasn't. I believe he got accused of domestic violence. Against I heard his, about that. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then you have Jesse, Jesse who got, you know, accused of all of this. So I feel like that show Taraji better watch out. A little hex on it. Yeah. I mean, keep her nose clean. She does. Thank God. Her relationship <laughs> did end, though. I was rooting for her. But, you know, other than that, she ain't in no trouble. Oh, wait. Her and her boo not together no more? Mm-mm, girl. What happened to the football player? Mm -hmm. I think they just weren't compatible after a while. I don't know. We're going to have to do a show about that one. Please do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying, like, do you think people that, that reach a certain level of celebrity are kind of immune to stuff like that? Well, A, they probably wouldn't need to do stuff like Jesse They don't need did. to. Right. I think Jesse got to remember that he's black. Period. So you do something wrong, they're going to come after you. You're not going to have the celebrity privilege. You got a couple of layers that you got to get through before you are a celebrity to the public eye. But I feel like if he is, if he's really guilty of lying, he needs to be in some trouble for I'm, it. I'm going to say this out loud. And this is something I tell my son all the time. There's a cartoon called Meet the Robinsons. Mm -hmm. Have you saw that before? I f is that the one with it's the a dog? futuristic cartoon with a guy goes to the future. Have you seen that one before? I don't think I nope. have. It's all futuristic. Anyway, well, in the cartoon, there's a um, T-Rex. And one of the things they always say to the boy, this plan wasn't thought out too well because he's, he's an inventor. He ends up being mm. the best inventor of the world mm -hmm. later in life. But the T-Rex, the he, he calls T-Rex to go do something for him and a crime. And the T-Rex arms are short. Mm -hmm. And he can't reach nothing. Oh, my God. He said this plan wasn't thought out too well. <laughs> So I tell my son that all the time. I always tell him, you have to think before you do anything. Mm. I just think, Jussie. Jussie. <laughs> I just love the way you say that. <laughs> I've been practicing. One more time. Jussie. Period. Can that be like a drop on her right. show? <laughs> <laughs> like a little sound bite? Anyway. Um, but I just think he didn't plan it out too well. Could it have been executed? Probably. Maybe. Maybe you should have hired two white boys. Because mm, he did say originally he they were thought white. they were white. Maybe they should have had on magma hats. White boys. Yeah. Maybe they should have not been from America. I'm so, I, I feel so like criminal right now. Let me, let me I know. Let me I'm scared out. sitting next to you. What, what you done thought out? So I'm, I'm writing my second book right now and it's Ooh. actually a novel. Ooh. So I'm, am I spilling tea? Yeah. Wow. Spill it, girl. So my, my imagination is starting to become more vivid anyway. Yeah. No, I like that. I like criminal. that. <laughs> is he facing jail time though? Like what kind he of shouldn't. sentences he if he gets, so let's just yeah, say. Yeah, these he are gets, criminal charges. Okay, but he what shouldn't. kind of actual. I don't 
don't know what time. is he going to prison for lying i don't know what the weight carries <laughs> like, because that? if we're talking about um disorderly conduct that was one of the things that he was charged with and here in florida that's a second degree misdemeanor that means the max you can get here is 60 days in jail people don't go to jail for second degree misdemeanors here they at give all him, make him pay a fine and that's it. But but I don't know what it holds in Chicago because it's different. a you know a bigger city. You know they got different laws out there. I think the police just embarrassed and they're mad. They're gonna run for him. Yeah, yeah. And I, they've sued him, so I know he's gonna have to come out a lot of well, he ain't got no more money now at this point. That part. But here's Jussie's defense. So he claims that the attack is real, mm -hmm. that the brothers were trying to force him into hiring them as bodyguards. So they staged the attack to make him fear for his safety. So he's saying they did this in order to pressure him. And he didn't know about it, basically. That's what he's saying. Yeah. So what's happening? This whole thing is just getting up. So why did he say he <sighs> thought they were white and they were, has had MAGA hats and said uh, racial slurs? I guess because that's that's going the to climate. his defense. Right. The, the climate. climate one. And then that's going to his defense that he didn't know who these guys were. Because if he's saying they were white and then they turn out to be not only black, but Nigerian. Nigerian black. Yeah. Black, black. They black, black. Yeah. From the, the motherland. Then that goes to his defense. So what do you think is going to happen, Kyla, as a lawyer? I honestly feel like he is going to be found guilty, especially if these guys have receipts on him yeah. and have, you know, credible evidence that there's no reason for them to lie. If anything, Jesse has more weight here. Period. Yeah. So I, I feel bad for them because their their careers are ruined, too. Yeah. That's the wrap. Did they get arrested? They did originally, mm -hmm. but then yeah. they were, um, I think, just held for a couple of days and then the police let them go. And then that's when they started pointing they the finger towards Jesse. Yeah. Squealing. Mm hmm. <laughs> so um, another thing that goes towards Jesse's defense is that one of the brothers had previously had a conviction for aggravated battery oh, and they found guns and a small amount of drugs in, in the brother's home. Damn. Also, one brother had used homophobic slurs in the past. But then they tried to refute that evidence by saying he went to the gay pride parade. I don't. What they what? They have to do the press. That's like you saying, um, my best friend's black, so I don't, I can't be racist. Like, nah, I can, you can, I can say the n word, right? My best friend's black. Come you on, can't. you can't. So yeah, so this case, so Jesse might have known all that stuff about them. You think? Oh, and picked them strategically. Pick strategically. Now he might have thought a little bit out. Just Not a all smidge. Of it. Yeah, but a and bit. then he's using people that had already been extras in the show. You know, so he. He probably thought they were. I, I just think the the thirst, the thirst for yeah. relevancy is just it's thirst it's, of it all. Yeah, it's heartbreaking a little bit. To me, it kind of feels like a train that just won't stop. Like he thought it was going to stop at a certain destination, and I was picked up steam. Mm. Maybe more so snowball. It's a snowball. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can can you pull up a picture of him again? I want you to look at him. Jussie. Oh. Look at the t his curls are like really beautiful. I like no, hair. but there was another picture that he was walking behind this lawyer. Oh, uh huh. Look how gray he is now. His hair is thinning. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. See, I'm, a, I'm as a makeup artist, I'm always looking at the aesthetics of yeah, people. Yeah, he's aged some. You can look at his uh, look at the bags under his eyes. That is oh wear, wow. That's wear and tear of emotional trauma. So could that be an indicator that he may be telling the truth? That could be an indicator that he got caught. Mm. And now he don't know what to do. Wow. So if he came out today and was like, "Y'all, I was lying." My bad. What would we do as a society? Like, could we? Could he, would, we... he would be a he would be a meme Definitely. for about a month until the next thing happened, mm. and people would move on with their life. So he could go away for a couple of years and then realistically he can go work bounce at, back. He can go work at Target. America loves that for people, though. America loves to tear you down and then and then walk away. And then you come, you you come back, you can come back. So I mean, just as long he would as have you have to use it. 
Yeah, yeah. as long as you admit it, then you have to literally be gone for a little it's bit. But. The only one I haven't seen that work for is Michael Vick. They just continue to hate this man. Yeah. That's because well, they was, hate anybody. They, they love they love animals more than they love people. We gonna that move right along. No, no, they more than they love black people. <laughs> okay, I, I wasn't gonna say that. that. Was yeah. They but love I was animals it. more than they love black people. We got we got we got to say that. So my, Michael Vick's from my hometown. I went to the same high oh, school. Oh really? To, yeah, yeah. So I went to high school with what? his brother Marcus. But like, yeah, he's. I mean, he's still a god over there. Yeah, yeah. naturally, but, naturally so. But, but just I, America. And and he, you know, if we're talking about him, I mean, he he went to jail. You know, he, yeah, he, he served his time. His time. You know, but he, he did. You know, I I think that the, the animal people will never for, forgive him, Ever. even though he's done everything he can. But I think that you can recover from certain scandals yeah just you can a, just a matter of how you publicly um, though i think so i mean i think there are there are some redemption stories but i mean i think it mainly happens for white actors though mm. say it again for the people in the back i think it mainly happens for white actors okay. though yeah or or people who are up high because i'm thinking about the cuomo brothers here how chris cuomo just up. got fired the other day that, that breaks my heart a little bit it does but i feel like he's gonna I be like all right chris. he's gonna be all right because he's gonna make his own thing and as as people are going to watch. As yeah. I like Chris. I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed in his brother. Yeah, his brother definitely broke me down. But Chris has been like they a broke me down. Name, household name for right. a while. It's, it's unfortunate. You know who's a bounce back story, I'm thinking? Iron Man. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. He was a hot, horrific, he was, horrendous mess. Phil did just say he was white. I didn't know he was a hot mess. He was on drug, getting arrested, yeah, all the things. Really? Yes. Before he entered that Iron Man role, Iron Man changed his it cleaned him up. whole landscape. I did not know that. It was actually Halle Berry that changed his landscape with the movie Gothica in 2003, but just saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, Touché. my God. I thought she was going to say he dated Halle. I'm like, oh, she my did? God. No, no, but no, Iron no. Man put him back on the right map. Yeah. That's a good thing, bro. He was bad off. That's good. I'm proud you of can, him. You can you, you gotta get yourself around the right people. We're going to consistently help you do the right thing. That's real. That's real. So, Jesse, his case, actually, the trial began November 29th, and it is still in progress as of the um, shooting of this podcast. His jury consists of eight men and seven women. So, it's a total of 15, but only 12 are going to sure. make it. So, there are three alternates. Um, it's one black juror. Of so, I don't always. know if that, yeah. Always. I, I don't know if that helps or hurts Jesse. Can I ask a question? Why is there always only one black man? I don't know. I think it really depends on where you um, have your case. Because I know here in Orlando, I've, I've had some pretty mixed juries. Oh, yeah. okay. Where it's been a good mix of people of color. And usually white people have been the majority, but it's still good to see some sure. some color in there. But I don't know how this will work for Jesse if there's a, a black juror. That I, don't, I honestly don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for him. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. So, have you ever done makeup for a celebrity? I have. And can you can you say or can oh, you sure, say yeah, what yeah. industry? I've done um, for Sherry Shepard. Get out of here! Yeah. And Sherry Shepard just took over Wendy Williams. Oh, how is she in person? Is she cool? She is interesting. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I, I think she's very guarded, as and, as um, it should be, because she's had a lot of stuff happen. She did, and in the time, I didn't really know much about her. Mm. I did mm. her makeup, and she began to tell me her life story as if I was coming there to learn more about does that make sense yeah but you're also a counselor oh it's kind of like she was making a defense for herself right just say if i say it all because at the time she was going through with her husband yeah remember that whole that that whole situation yeah her ex-husband let me say that out loud Mm -hmm. he's a hot mess anyway but i think she just felt like let me just say all this stuff and i didn't care yeah you know what i mean i came here to do a job and enjoy myself with you 
Um, so it, it got kind of awkward. I did it for her. I've, I've done it for Tori Bowie, who is was the fastest woman in the world. Um, have you ever seen the, the ESPN body issue? I don't think so, but I don't. That up, yeah, they're all naked. Yeah, they're all naked. <laughs> if, I did her entire makeup from her head to her toes. Oh, because she needed to have the whole body. Oh, wow. Um, it's beautiful. I believe it. It's she art. was on the cover at ESPN. Yeah. She. So I did a body issue. I've done some some smaller celebrities too. Okay. Um, so if you were in a situation like this, or like, let's just say in general, if somebody asked you to corroborate a lie for them, oh God, not necessarily on Jussie's level, mm-hmm. but would you do something like that if it was a celebrity friend? No. Just couldn't do it. Period. Mm. I have a bad conscience anyway. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't do good at lying. Because you, you think keep things up with through before. Yeah. Mm, I don't, it's too much energy into lying. Mm-hmm. I don't have it. I'm tired. Anyway, uh, yes, no. And I just don't feel like if I present myself, and I'm a, we're not exempt from anything, but I hope that I would present the type of person that you wouldn't want to ask that kind of question to. That's real. Like, you, you're you not the first name that comes on somebody's list when they're thinking of a crime. And they're going to laugh at me. Now, if my best friends needed a crunch, would I might help them out a little bit? Maybe. Because it's a little more on the line with them. Yeah. 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 But no, nah, not just somebody who give me a paycheck. I can get another paycheck. That part. Listen, though. So I've been, I've been wondering, should celebrities be more choosy about what roles they pick? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like sometimes they fall into the character of their character and the one person I thought about was, was it Heath Ledger? Is that how you, it was the guy that played the Joker. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think, didn't they say he kind of got too deep in that character yeah. and that's what ultimately drove him to. Right. Method, I, method acting. That's yeah. what they call it. Because like Denzel, for example, we brought mm-hmm. him up earlier. He literally goes and lives in the character for three months before he acts the character. Did you wow. Know that? No, I didn't so know. So training day, he bought an apartment in the hood. What? In a random hood. And he lived wow. there. He he literally embodies the character. I wonder if he can give tips on how to get people out of that. He should. People get stuck. I'm sure he probably do mm-hmm. with like act, other actors. But um, some people are, again, it's always coming back to mental health, right? It's always coming back to having solid therapists, solid mm-hmm. people in your life on speed dial. Yeah. My therapist is on speed dial. Mm-hmm. I can call her, text her anytime. Same. She's the best. I love anyway, my lady. Love her. Um, but to help me navigate sometimes through stuff, through crises, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, man, these people, sometimes they get so wrapped up in the pressure of living a certain way. You're a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. There are people who have probably expectations on you that are just so unrealistic. They really are. That's not your life. I'm the fixer. Some stuff I can't fix. People, some people think you're a millionaire probably. Probably. Because you're automatically a lawyer. One day, not today, but one of them days. But that's, uh, it's sad. It's sad. It is. Another actor I was thinking about who's kind of fallen into that recently and has been talking about his mental health is Lakeith Stanfield. Mm. Do you guys know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one I've who was in Get Out. Mm-hmm. And he's been in a whole bunch of other movies, too. But sometimes he'll snap on people. Like, I know he had snapped on Charlemagne the God from the <laughs> Breakfast Club. But then he had to issue an apology. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I just, I'm not going through. Right. Yeah. So I respect him for always coming back and being like, yo, I got, I just got out of a role. I kind of need some time to decompress a little bit. But what's wrong with people being honest and transparent? See, we always want to present the, the the perfect person or people who are in the spotlight have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. They got issues too. Yeah. Jussie. Yeah. Jussie. <laughs> I, think nowadays, I think nowadays though, that is better for actors because they, they're more relatable yeah. for, for people. And I think before... Maybe the old school mentality is that, mm. oh, you're a celebrity. You have to be a certain level. You have mm-hmm. to be a certain style. You have to present yourself a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that works 
with social media nowadays because everybody knows that we're, we're human and I think they feel like that they see the celebrity life is all just BS sometimes. Yeah, can we I, see it. Can I offer an opinion here? Mm-hmm. I think we have way too much access to celebrities. Mm, you would rather them be more private now? I like Back in the day, you didn't know nothing about no celebrity. No. Except for what came on news, if, if it's something did. That's true. But like behind the scenes, every movie they film now and they personalize and they have to stay relevant and keep stuff on the social... Mm-hmm. No, like... See, I like it because I feel like if I can relate to you, and I think more so entertainers and not like actors and actresses. Like, I would like to know more about Beyonce and how she got over the situation when Jay-Z cheated. Like, I think she has a lot of wisdom to offer. But y'all, this is the most random thing. I watch YouTube videos all the time. Do you? Yes. And I saw that uh, Kevin Hart has a series where he interviews entertainers. And I just saw The Undertaker. Y'all remember him from WWF, WWE? Yes. And I'm like, dude, I like you. I was scared. I was scared to death of him my entire life until I saw that. That. I was like, oh my well, God, he smiles. He's he a took dad. His, he took right. his career serious. He did. Very, he didn't very. do interviews. He didn't do movies. Nothing. He didn't do any of that he stuff. Was to private. Preserve the, but he wanted to preserve the, the image. And that's mm. what he said in the interview. Yeah. He was like, yeah, if I went to the airport, I had on the full garb. I was not speaking to people. He was like, I wanted y'all to really believe it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, he did a good wrestling job. Wrestling is nothing but acting. The whole thing is acting. Exactly. Right. But then when I heard him talking and laughing and talking about his nine-year-old daughter, I'm like, oh You're regular. <laughs> like, I literally thought if I encountered this man in my little 10-year-old mind, he was going to kill me. Oh, God. <laughs> now, where would he find little Kyla in Tallahassee, Florida? I don't know, but I really thought so. He's a big old dude, too. He is. He is. So I'm like, you know, I kind of like seeing that side of actors. I think it should be edited just a little bit. Though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you think that some actors are a little overexposed? Who you thinking? Because I feel like you got a certain person in mind. You just ain't speaking on it. Yeah, spill the tea. <laughs> Who do you think is sharing too much info? Some people that just got too much in their life. Um... I think it really follows the Kardashian method, though, because they were so successful at it. So they kind of try, try, they kind of try and mimic that, you know. I, so I don't not like anybody. But who but, do you think is oversharing? But some people just get on my nerves a little bit. Like, well, we know Lil Nas X doing a little too much for you. He's doing the most for you. <sighs> who else? It's not even him. It's his people, his publicists, and people in the background telling uh, him what to do. Okay, because them yeah. get on my nerves. Them. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, who can? Sometimes Kevin Hart can be doing the most. Kevin Hart does do the most. On his Instagram. I'm on his social media. Mm-hmm. He does the most. He does. I like when he's interviewing people, but I do know a lot about his life. And I'm low-key scared because he has that Netflix crime drama that I think might actually be him. In if y'all life. have not seen it yet, it's called my True, True Story. story. Yeah. Me and John are going to start that tonight. It's so good. Have you seen the new Halle Berry movie, Bruise? I have. Liked it. You I'm tired like of her playing a bad parent, and I low key feel like she needs to release a statement that she's a good mom at this point because I'm, I'm people scared. call the people on her. Yes. Anyway, move right along. <laughs> um, I think Tiffany Haddish does too much. She does. On social she media. does. Like too much. And I'm mad she broke Well, her and Common broke up. I don't know who broke up Stop. with who. Stop. It's too much breaking up. You can talking I, Can I ask you all a question, though? What's do, you, up? do you think us as black people are too hard on those black actors because they feel like they have to work? harder to get a little bit now people like kevin hart and tiffany haddish they've had to they've been doing this before so they've been doing this for literally ever you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and so you have some you know comedians that aren't like them they don't have to do as much Mm -hmm. they don't have to overexpose themselves because Mm -hmm. they're going to get the roles anyway that's right i follow viola davis I don't follow Viola. But look what look what Viola Davis said. Someone someone her. called her the black Meryl Streep, and she said, "Well, you need to pay me like Meryl." Streep. Period. But her social media is not her personal life, it's but not. it's good content. 
what is yeah. on there she has she reposts people and she talks random stuff and oh. like i'm talking about like regular people and she has like little positive quotes and things and she every now and then does her advertisements but i still feel like i can get a piece of her and but the things enough. that she loves yeah but i ain't in her house yeah that's think, real do you think the rock overexposes himself i, lo- I want him to no, expose everything everything oh jesus <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I oh oh god we can edit that out no we can't take it out um take it out. <laughs> I Ooh, love The Rock. He is something pleasurable. And I watch this show too. But here's the thing. His social media is not at his house. Every now and then he'll do a teacup party with his daughters. Yeah. But even in that, it's strategic. Yeah. Okay. It's about his. He usually is in his iron paradise. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Mm. Mm. Bless his body. And his mom and daddy. Mm-hmm. They did a good job. They did a good. They was a good night. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. I, I need to go follow Viola Davis. I'm going to be honest. Today. I didn't like her first name. That the, the Viola. Viola. Listen, my, both of my grandmas named Mildred. Mm. Both of them. Both of But see, but they come from that era. Viola. But how you look at your child as a little itty bitty seven pound, 21 ounce <laughs> I know child, where you're going with it. And say, Mildred. <laughs> Viola. <laughs> Eugene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Gilbert. Gilbert. And I see, yeah. Right. I can't call no baby Gilbert. We're going to have to give him Where'd a Where'd you get your name from? It's a mix of my mom's name and my grandma's name. So my mom's name is Carmen. My grandma's name is Isla. Are you Kyla. serious? Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and my great grandma's name is Wilhelmina. So my middle name's Amina. I'm glad they cut that Willa off. <laughs> Wilhelmina's actually kind of cute. It, now it's coming back in style. But imagine back in it's 19, <laughs> yeah, 91, your middle name is Wilhelmina. Wilhelmina. You would get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm named after all the women in my family because my mom knew she was done. She was not having any more kids. It was a no rap. more. Yeah. So my dad said, I want a Natalie. I was supposed to be Sabrina. Oh, okay. Can you imagine me being Sabrina? I can't. You and Natalie to me. My mom wanted to name me Sabrina. My daddy went and signed a birth certificate. And she okay. said, Where's Sabrina? He said, I don't have a Sabrina. I have a Natalie. I like your mama. I like your mama. No, my daddy did that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like your daddy for that. Yeah. My mom was mad for a while. Dang, bro. <laughs> Anywho, so we're going to jump to this next moment. Speaking of being mad, the big subpoena moment. Doom, doom, doom. Did you do sound effects for it too? I just, I like uh, yes. So, <laughs> girl, let me tell you the blackest thing that I did that I'm so <laughs> upset about. Tell me about it. So, I like oxtails. I love a good oxtail, but it has Ooh. to be the Jamaican oxtails. Like real Jamaican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't like soul food oxtails. They don't taste the same. Jamaican ones be putting a little different, you know. Twain on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. twain. That's a good word. Eating oxtails, having a good time, bit down too hard on one of them and broke one of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Wait. What? It broke a tooth. That's the blackest way to break a tooth. Were you bro. watching TV? What were you doing? I actually eating? was. I was watching Netflix. So you were multitasking while eating. I was. Fun fact. Don't eat and do anything else. What? Yeah. True. You I tend to eat th- faster. And that's you how the oxtail got me. Mm-hmm. It was a little bone. And I felt like I when I bit down, I was like, yo. Ouch. So I, you know how your <laughs> tongue will like find places in your mouth like that are missed. Something missing, Something right? Yeah, so I called my um my dentist immediately. Like it was, I happened on a Sunday night. The next day was Monday. I was like, y'all need to get me in here, and she did. <laughs> yes. So shout out to um Simmons um Dental. My oh, she's amazing. My dentist is. I believe she's an AKA. She's a black woman. Get her so to sponsor the show. I'm gonna Period. have to. I'm gonna have to be like Dr. Simmons. Come on. So I got in there the very next day, and she was like, I don't know if your tooth is insured. I was like, this one tooth. So what I'm mad about is the insurance companies. Because I had just gotten a cap, not a cap, 
gotten a cavity filled because mm. it's one of my back teeth, luckily. Oh, Lord. And it was broken on the inside, so you can't see it on the out. That's a good thing. But I had just had a cavity filled like last year sometime, and they were like, Yeah, your tooth is only insured until two your tooth is insured until 2022. But you can't re break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if anything happens to that tooth before 2022. They're not paying to fix it. So they only insuring like one, four, and 17 in your mouth? Like, I don't, well, because they had work done on it. They were like, we're not doing nothing else to that tooth that we're paying for before 2022. That's ridiculous. This insurance company. Though. Yeah, and I got good insurance. Apparently not. <laughs> no, I really do. Because I had to have a lot of work done last year. I'm a tooth, I grind my teeth in my sleep. I got a whole oh, mouth guard. Yes, mm. and my friend calls me a defensive linebacker in my sleep because I have to have the mouth guard. And I'm like, first of all, that's disrespectful. Mind your business, please. Yes, and guys that I've dated, they're like, make sure you put your mouth guard in before you. And I'm like, now that's embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah, so. So I'm how, where, how, how are you feeling now? I feel great. She got me in. She was like, I don't care how much it costs. We can make sure that you get out of here today with your teeth. So what they had to do to fix it? She, I don't know what she did. I think she filled it with something else. I don't know. I just know I came in there. She was like, bloop. And then I got up out of there. And you feel great. I feel, I feel amazing. feels filled in. It feels natural. Everything's good. I'm able to speak well. Not everybody has experienced a dentist at all, period. That's true. Isn't that sad? It is because your, your oral health has a lot to do like with the rest of your body. I mean, you're right here by your brain. Your mouth is right here. So if you have an infection going on in here, halitosis. Yeah, you can get you can a, get a brain infection. Yeah. You can die. You could die from mouth issues. Yeah, you can. And people don't realize that. So well I'm glad you got it fixed though. Me too. But I'm scary. at my insurance company. I have so. a dental appointment next week, me and my son. Good luck. I'm scared. Don't be scared. My son needs braces. Okay. You should go to Simmons. Well we're in Coco. Oh yeah, so that's kind of far away. It, a little, a, a little, little bit to drive. I got to spend five thousand dollars on braces. God, I'm about to cuss. Listen, his teeth just grew that way. Mm. His front teeth grew this way. Well, I hope, tell him not to eat oxtails. <laughs> he don't. Okay, because they they will. Will you up eat on oxtails you. again? And will. Don't care. No man, because listen, you eat a bougie like with a fork. I'm gonna have to do that. Now I will do that. Take the meat off. So if y'all hanging around me and y'all see me eating oxtails with a fork, just know it's because I cracked my tooth and I'm not about to pay. I think or I paid. Or just mind your business. How about that? Mind your business too. I can't remember. I think I paid a couple hundred to get it fixed. I'm sorry, friend. I have recently bit my tongue. I feel like I bit it off. Have you ever bit your tongue that hard? Not that I felt like I bit it my off. My dad bit tar- part of his tongue off before. He what? Got really? he Was he no eating work. oxtails? No, he got in a work accident. Oh. And hit his head and it. Was, oh. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? So what yeah. happened to him? I mean, they reattached it. Oh, does yeah. it look the same? Did well, it I mean, look the same? I mean, yeah, it looked the same. The stitches like kind of uh, disintegrated and stuff. Oh, okay. So they were the ones that dissolved. Yeah. Your tongue heals extremely fast. Really? Like stupid fast. So I bit a chunk. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he bit. You can't see it anymore. It's gone. The tongue grew back? It just... Yeah, it fuses back together. Fuses like back. Yeah, because your mouth is closed. It it's heals wet and all that stuff. Yeah. stupid fast. Your your mouth is the fastest healing part. Of your I body. didn't know that. Fun fact. That's kind of cool. Look at me knowing random. Come stuff. Come on, dentist. I know that because my son watches YouTube and learns random stuff all the time. Hmm. YouTube, you that part. Listen, university. But hey. yeah, I almost. You talking about wanting to repent? Go to home to Jesus. <laughs> Bite your tongue Dang, or bro. your gum. Ugh, or break your tooth eating oxtails. <laughs> well. <laughs> Natalie, how can the people find you? Easy peasy. You can find me on the Instagrams of it all mm. at the Natalie Lewis Experience. Yes. People pay you for your talent, but they come back for the experience. Ooh. 
Come on, tagline. Period. Yes. I'm, I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook as Natalie Lewis. You can find me there. I'm not on Twitter yet. Okay. Because it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. I just started a TikTok. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Is it the Natalie Lewis experience it's on the TikTok? the Natalie Lewis experience. Okay. And I am forcing myself to create small videos that help you identify mental health issues and how to better serve yourself. We need that because TikTok is funny, but it can also be educational too. Yeah. And so we need voices me. like you. Because you you a good mix of funny and, I you know, informative. Right. Okay, friend. Oh, so y'all follow me, please. I'm scared of this TikTok thing, but... Nah, you got this. You got this. And y'all know how y'all can find me already. Easy. Yes. Well, you got to tell them. Oh, okay. I thought you was going to tell I'm just playing. No. <laughs> On Instagram is Kai Life. So Kai underscore L-Y-F-E. You could also go to my website, ComanLaw.net for business only. Period. If you just want to hang out with me, go to the Instagrams, go to Facebook, which is Kyla A. Coleman on Facebook, and just come kick it with me. So what if you want to take you on a date? Somebody want to take if you, you on a date? If you want to take me on a date, my phone number is in my email, anyway. so just email me, um, <laughs> and then we can we can chat from there. Because I do need a, I need a, matter of fact, let me call somebody. I'm going on a date tonight. I don't know with who. Because your hair looking real good, Queen Latifah. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> so if you want me and my hair to go on a date cold. with you, hit me up. Jesus, all that wind. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, Natalie. Bye, girl.